0: irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to
1: L.A. Talk Radio.
2: You're listening
0: to Sam in the Morning with Kelsey, only on L.A. Talk Radio.
1: Good morning and welcome to the show. Today is Monday, February 8th. Thank you for joining us. I'm here with Kelsey as always. Good morning, Kelsey. Hi. You made it just in time for the show. We really appreciate that.
2: (laughs) I did. It was a close call. I was shooting in (laughs) Palm Springs. I'll have to show you some of the pictures. It was gorgeous. We went to Joshua Tree National Park. Oh, I've heard that's beautiful. It is stunning. And we shot by some of the rocks because, you know, I'm launching that new apparel line. And so Mm -hmm. we were doing like some advertising, marketing, uh, photo shoots. And it was great. We got some really, really really beautiful stuff. Yeah. And then we shot on the sand, um, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's very deserty there, obviously. Right, And In Palm Springs, if you guys didn't know. We were actually in Rancho Mirage. But yeah, it was stunning. So it was it was well worth the trip. But it was cutting it close this morning because there was a massive wreck on the ten. Right. And it was like a thirty minute delay. Wow. Yeah, so it was crazy.
1: And there's nothing you can do. You're just stuck there in traffic.
2: I know, and I had it in Waze and I had it in <laughs> Google and I had it in Apple trying to see which what the you know general consensus was. Right. Because they all told me different things That's and different true, ways to do. go. And I was like, Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, but Waze usually is the most accurate if it tells you to get off the freeway you should yeah I you agree. Know, i've learned the hard way so you should really rely on that when you when you drive and you, and you use it as gps you know so uh-huh. was it really hot there because it was really warm here i mean we've got like summer weather here uh in the 80s
2: it is so insane. I can't believe it. Winter just kind of missed us this yeah. year, but uh, yeah, it was hot during the day and just you know really cold at night. Really, yeah. I know. Stuff, we but. got up exactly. We got up yesterday morning at about five thirty. Wow. <laughs> it was dreadful <laughs> to um to you know get dressed and hair and makeup done and uh, go shoot sunrise pictures. Right, cause it's just exquisite lighting at sunrise and sunset. Right, it's beautiful.
1: Know. I mean, it's worth getting up early for, right? It is. It is. Yeah. And we
2: went, and I made the mistake of taking my shoes off and walking through the sand, and it was so cold. I felt like I was walking on snow. It was terrible. Really? Yes. Oh wow. I know. I had to get a piggyback ride, but <laughs> 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 yeah but uh we made it and the outcome was really good they're beautiful you guys can check out some of the pictures on my instagram it's at kelsey bolin k-e-l-s-e-y-b-o-h-l-e-n
1: there you go you're gonna get early uh early peek at the pictures
2: yeah it's they've been a hit so far so yeah you guys gotta check them good. out yeah they're really pretty
1: <laughs> good so you spend the whole weekend there two days
2: Yes, yes, yeah. a couple of days, and it just flew by, it did, yeah, but I mean... Did you get
1: to have fun at all, or were you just working?
2: Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the hot tub, like during the day, because, you know, we shoot in the morning, and then shoot sunset, Sunset, right? so there's, you know, this slight window of opportunity, so you know depending on where you're shooting and the landscape and everything i mean for us it was about 6:30 to you know maybe 9 or whatever and right. uh you know then the evening golden light which was about 4 4 to 5 mm-hmm. you know so it's a short window so in between you can kind of do whatever and then you know in the evening of course so
1: yeah very cool. Well you picked a, a cool line of work <laughs> yeah. which gives you satisfaction, which is good. You know, yeah. it's more than a lot of people can say.
2: That's so true.
1: So that's uh that's very cool. So uh well yeah, so for those of you in the rest of the country who are freezing their asses off, we're having you know, temperatures in the eighties Which is nice, but I'm not waiting for the winter to be over yet, you know. We still need that El Nino they've been promising us, so...
2: Uh, I know, where is it? I know. It's nowhere to be found. Don't tell me another year
1: of drought, man. We can't take it anymore.
2: I know. Well, you know, I definitely had the most insane experience, because everybody says that, you know, L.A. is smog and blah, 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 and polluted, and, you know, of course... It's a city, so it's a little polluted. But I tell you what, when we were driving in this morning, I guess the particular road we were on, the angle we were coming in, it was terrible. There was like this black-yellow just line right above LA as you come in. So it was particularly bad today.
1: Wow. I
2: know. I don't usually notice it like that. So it was was bad. I was like, oh, we're going there and breathing that nasty stuff.
1: I know. I know. Oh, well. And when you're in it, you don't really realize...
2: You don't. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, So, just coming, (laughs) you know, we were, like, heading into downtown and could just see the smog line. It was crazy.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, well, that's the price of living in the big city, folks. I know. Yeah. (sighs) Maybe it's too big. (laughs) LA is maybe too big. I don't know. I don't know. uh, they've they've put a lot of control over the environment and stuff here. The EPA has. But... uh, but yeah, what are you going to do? You know, you have so much traffic here. I know. So much industry and stuff that that's what happens.
2: It is. Yeah.
1: In a few minutes, we're going to have a guest calling in. We're going to be talking about something related to uh, Valentine's Day. Well, I don't know. I guess about somebody cheating on you is not the greatest thing to talk about. <laughs>
2: right. It's not but sometimes it turns
1: out to be the best thing ever. So we're going to talk to the author about that and find out why that actually worked out well for her. Yeah. So that would be cool. Are you ready for Valentine's Day yet? It's what? Next week, right? Exactly a week from today.
2: Oh, my gosh, it is. Oh, no. uh,
1: Actually, it's Sunday because it's uh, on the 14th. 14th. Today's the 8th.
2: Yes. Yes. I am. I am. What about you? Oh, did you go to the party?
1: No, I did not go. I know. I was. Well, the thing is, I was going to take a friend and. He claimed, like, you know, I don't want to be under pressure. You know, you go to a place where there's singles, there's pressure to... I said, this is the best thing because everybody's there for the same reason.
3: Yeah. You know,
1: so it's not like going to a bar and and women that are attached are there and and you don't know and and all that stuff. Here you go and you know they're single and they're willing.
2: Right.
1: So maybe next time, yeah. Uh Yeah. I I definitely didn't want to go alone because I've had a couple of experiences where you just, you know, I mean, I'm not the kind that just walks up to people, you know, sometimes I will. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't, you know, especially when people are in groups and they're talking and stuff like that. And so you end up just like feeling like like shit, you know, standing around. So I didn't want to repeat that. And, um, yeah, so maybe next time, you know. That's okay. There's There's so many singles events here So many, yeah.
2: Yeah, Plenty more.
1: I know. Have you ever done, like, speed dating at all? Have you ever experienced Uh, that?
2: No, I've only seen it on TV. (laughs) I
1: know, I've never done it either, but it would be pretty cool, you know?
2: I guess so, but I just don't see how in, like, five minutes or whatever you can... I mean, really, all you can really tell in that amount of time is whether you're, like, physically attracted to someone, you Well, know? not
1: necessarily because, um, well, the thing is, look, in life you're always going to... I think the first thing is always physical attraction, you sure. know, because you don't know anything about the person. Right. But I think here you actually get some time, you know? I think it's more like for, to, to test the chemistry, the initial sure. chemistry.
2: Well, that's... That,
1: Obviously, yeah. you're not going to marry them based on that, but at least you can... Get like five, go through five or ten, and decide. Okay, well, I definitely don't want this one and that one, mm-hmm. and I want this one. You know, yeah. so you can pursue that sure. later. You know, so I want to try that sometimes. It sounds pretty interesting. You
2: should. Yeah, I, I think I would try it just to say I did. I mean, it, yeah. you know, <laughs> I know different approach.
1: Well, I've been uh, still been sick. Uh, I haven't gotten over my cold, believe it or not. Ah. it it came up. Uh, It came back uh, with vengeance on Friday night again. And, uh, yeah, when when I get sick, I, I, like, get depressed, too, you know? Oh, yeah. I guess your body's not okay. So I just get depressed, and I I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go to sleep early. Mm -hmm. So I I slept, like, 12 hours.
2: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah,
1: from 11 to 11. (laughs) Uh. But you know what? When you sleep that much, it's... You get up tired, you know I mean yeah. you're kind of groggy and stuff I don't know it's it's just it's too much you know there's such thing as oversleeping
2: there is. I I agree. I agree. And yeah, you know, they say that you complete a REM cycle like every three hours or something. So you should plan your sleep around that.
1: That's true, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I mean, maybe everybody's a little different. Maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, it's different. There are cycles. I mean, sometimes you just wake up and then you go back, you know, to sleep and stuff. So... I I agree that 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 happens, you know.
2: I'm looking forward to a nap after this, personally. Yeah. (laughs) I'm exhausted. Really?
1: You had a long weekend.
2: It was long and, you know, lots of work and I'm I'm pretty tired.
1: During all that, did you get to watch some of the Super Bowl at all?
2: You know what? I didn't. Yeah. Which is actually funny. But it worked in our favor because we were like, oh... We should go right now because nobody will be out. Everyone's right. going to be in watching the Super Bowl. But we were following the score on oh, on okay. uh, you know on our phones. So
1: right, yeah, so. yeah. I know. I don't get into that stuff that much. You know, I mean, to me, it's like if I don't follow football all year, I don't really care who wins. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. So you watch it for the commercials, for the entertainment, for everything. So I watched a little bit of it, but. Just bits and pieces, you know. I mean, sure. I was busy doing other things, but I, I thought that, um, I mean, it's cool, you know, the game was kind of boring the first half, you know, not much happened. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't really get into it. And then, uh, I did not watch the beginning, uh, the halftime. I just watched glimpses of it because it's usually almost the same always you know <laughs> right okay well here comes our guest so let's go ahead and take that we're going to be talking to deborah rogers this morning deborah are you on the line with us
0: yes uh-
1: yes good morning welcome to the show deborah i'm here with KLC, and we're right. ex- we're excited <laughs> you're calling in how are you
0: good how are you good morning great
1: where are you calling us from this morning are you in la I LA, am in LA. Yeah. Oh wow, Awesome. so uh, so you've been kept busy uh, this week with Valentine's Day and everything. I can imagine, yeah. right? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> So you've got quite a it's story.
0: It's month.
2: I know. Week away. Broken hearts out there.
1: I know. Find a man. Yeah, women love Valentine's Day. You know, just I don't know. It's the romantic part in them. I guess. Oh my gosh! It's
2: grounds for dumping if someone doesn't get me a valentine's day present
1: yeah, uh-huh. yeah well
0: you know february 13th is national breakup day
1: oh really yeah. why because the women expect it's a lot
0: Valentine's day yeah <laughs> That's expect, probably because the women That's expect so
1: the women expect a lot and the men don't come up with it so they break up with them right <laughs>
0: exactly they don't yeah they don't want to uh Go through that whole thing of making dinner reservations and giving gifts, and it's yeah, it's kind yeah. of a wake up call. <laughs> I once
2: had a boyfriend that was like, "I don't believe in flowers," and I was like, "Well, I do. If you believe in us, you better get Hello? them." <laughs> he was like, "Okay." <laughs> I know. He was like, "Okay, okay."
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: So did he do it, or did he, he just did. go off oh, it? Yeah, he, did, he wanted yeah. to
1: keep her. What can he do? You know? Good. Yeah. Good, so, good. so Deborah, you wrote a book called uh, "He Did." Uh, he did you a favor, a smart girl's guide to breaking up, waking up, and discovering the gift of you. Uh, that's uh, that's a pretty tall order. So, how did you get to write this book, Deborah? Well, I wrote
0: this book to inspire and empower women to create better relationships with themselves and to attract better relationships with others. Uh, when my husband left, I was eight months pregnant. You're kidding. And oh my at gosh. the time, I had no job. I had no friends. I had no life of my own. Ugh. And I, my life was incomplete, and I didn't know it, and I didn't know who I was. And so I started this five-year journey of recovery and self-discovery. And when I had realized he did me a favor, that's when my entire life changed. And women came up to me and said, how did you do this? How did you get over this breakup and become the person that you became? And they started saying, can you call my sister? Can you call my friend? Can you help them through this? And at that moment, I knew I had to write the book
1: to help others. Wow. Wow. So now let me ask you this. So you said you you really had no job, no nothing really. Uh, How long had you been married before you were pregnant?
0: I had been married three years, and we had been married uh we had been together six years
1: okay, so you just you just got- guys uh i mean you guys consciously decided that he's gonna work and you're gonna be at home without a job and that was pretty much yes. a conscious decision
0: yes it wow. was it was a decision that we had made together, wow. and I think a lot of women go through this. Um I see so many strong, empowered women who really fall apart when they get into a relationship. And my feeling was as a good wife and and you know as a you know, good mother, because I eventually became pregnant, that my job was to be in service to my husband and to the marriage. And so, basically, I invested all my time and energy into him, into his projects, into my home, and it was all at the expense of myself.
3: Right. Yeah. And
0: through that process, I lost my self-esteem, I lost my confidence, I stopped writing, and... I see so many women going through this. I'm coaching a couple women right now. No, that I've experienced
2: deaf. it even. It's, you know, you get into a relationship and then all of a sudden it's like you're walking it, you're just kind of living someone else's life wow. almost. Wow, so it
1: becomes about him more. Exactly. Wow. So now, how, I mean, you know, in this modern day and everything, how is it that you were able to put yourself in that role? I mean, you know, today they're saying, uh, you know, women should... Uh, build their own careers and everything and and all that and yet and you sound like a smart uh, modern woman to me uh how how did you end up in that position
0: i think this is the thing that a lot of women go through right now we struggle between being career women and wanting the fairy tale
3: Mm -hmm. right
0: and i think that a lot of times when prince charming shows up on his white horse <laughs> and kind of picks you up and says, you know, i'm going to take care of you and we're going to have this amazing life, you fall into those cinderella traps.
1: Yeah. And that's true. And, and girls you, are brought up on on those stories, you know.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, so so you so you learned, obviously, that you you need to build your own foundation before you can, uh, I would imagine, share a life with somebody else, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And that is why I'm actually engaged. Oh, yeah. congratulations. oh wow. congratulations. Thank you to an absolutely amazing man. But I have to say, I would not have attracted this person into my life unless I had done the work on myself.
3: Mm. Because
0: the things that the things that attracted him to me are the things that were lacking in my previous relationship. Mm. My self confidence, sure. my self reliance, my creativity. All these things I didn't have in my other relationship but I needed to go through that breakup to break through to the person that I was really meant to be, mm. I had to go through that. Who am I? What makes me happy? Mm-hmm. What do I want out of life? Right. What do I want out of a man? And I set goals for myself, Let and me, I achieved those goals. So how old were you when you got was married? was when the man was attracted into my life, not before that. Yeah. So do you think you That's got why married I too say young? Your breakup is a gift. It is such a gift in your life because it allows you to get back to you and who you are.
1: Right. So, uh, Kelsey, you were asking her a question?
2: Yes. Uh, Do you think that you got married too young and you hadn't had time to develop yourself and your identity? That's a great
0: question because I didn't get married young. Oh. (laughs) I, you know, didn't get married in my 20s. Wow, okay. I... And again, this is just such an interesting thing. I have a lot of women that I'm working now in their 40s and 50s Mm -hmm. that have fallen into this trap.
2: Wow, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, that's an excellent question. It is really amazing what love can do to us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true, you know. But uh, what I don't understand is, uh, you know, so apparently we didn't discuss this, but he left you. Why? Why? Why did the breakup happen?
0: The breakup happened because he found somebody else. He had an affair oh when I was God. pregnant.
1: Wow. He definitely that?
2: did do you a favor then.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's where so many women go through that. Uh, and I went through it, beating yourself up for all the things that you think you should have done. Right. Thinking that if you had done this one thing, it would have kept him in the relationship so many people get into spinning in that pain. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: I always talk about there are two kinds of pain. The one is being hurt, um, feeling lost, you know, that kind of pain keeps you stuck if you stay there. The other kind of pain is your growing pains. How are you going to learn from this? How are you going to grow and become a better person and attract better relationships in your life? And it's a matter of, yes, you have to go through that pain, that initial pain. Throw yourself a stellar pity party. Mm -hmm. You know, do whatever you can to let those emotions move through you. But once you've gotten there... Then take the steps to learn and grow from it. Yeah. And I guarantee you are going to attract a better man into your life.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, that sounds like it, you know, because, and the ironic thing about the whole thing is you decided to devote your whole life to him. And uh, that seemed to not be enough. You know, so I, you know, I guess with some people, you can never keep them happy. So you might as well focus on yourself and uh, and hopefully they would love you the way you are.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing about focusing on somebody else. Again, you—that that is saying you are investing all your time, energy, and happiness into another person
3: mm-hmm. right. as
0: opposed to getting it from yourself first right. and allowing that person to be a partner with you. That's
1: right. so true. Yeah. We're talking to Deborah Rogers. The book is He Did You a Favor. And uh, so you felt he actually did you a favor. He woke you up. And uh, give you that wake up call to realize you better do something with your own life too.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I feel that every situation is a gift
3: mm-hmm. because
0: every experience shapes us. So nothing is ever wasted. I hear so many women say when they get to that, he did you a favor part oh, I wasted five years with this person. Why didn't I realize that before? And if only I had, you know, you go into a whole new spin of if, if onlys. But the truth is, as long as you are allowing every experience to shape you and allow you to grow, and this also goes with women who are going through breakups in their 40s and 50s, this is where you are supposed to be to learn and grow you are exactly where you need to be. And it's never too late to start a career. And it's never too late to find a man.
2: I love that attitude, because I hate it when, uh, you know, I'm from the South. I'm from Texas. And it's like, Oh, you're 30. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you married? And I hate that attitude. Like people find true love at every stage of their life. And, you know, okay my mom i have to throw under the bus now i I was joking with her i was joking with her the other day and i said you know my mom was like, well, all the good ones are going to be gone, you know, by the time you decide. And I'm like, Mom, over half of them come back on the market anyways. <laughs> She's like, but not the good exactly. ones. And, you know, that attitude, to, it's its very passe. It's really archaic, you know, that mindset, I think. But but still, a lot of people think like that, and it's unfortunate.
3: Well.
0: Yeah, isn't it interesting that our parents have that influence, even when we're saying, "Ha ha ha,
2: that's really silly." Yeah. And there's that little voice that got planted into your head. Oh, it's so true.
0: Go,
3: yeah, yeah. You still think exactly, about it.
0: Um, he did you a favor as a series of six books, and one of them that I'm writing is your parents did you a favor. <laughs> so it's all about that that whole thing about you know the relationship between you and your
2: parents. Oh, that's great! Right.
1: Wow, six books—that's a lot yeah wow so that's gonna keep that's gonna keep you busy for a while right (laughs) exactly
0: i'm actually writing the men's book right now she did you a favor and so i've been interviewing so many men and getting all these new insights so it's been really exciting so i can't wait for that one to come out this year
1: yeah that would be cool too yeah now uh so i wanted to ask you now some people i know some women are able to take a man back after uh an affair and stuff uh do you think these things last, or do you think there's always going to be that stain in the relationship?
0: That's a great question. I know women who've taken men back, and most of the time, in my experience, because I've done it as well, yeah. it is because there is something that is not healed within yourself that you need to still heal, that mm-hmm. you need to learn. And relationships are a two-way street. You know, there are things that, that he needs to learn as well. So many times when people get back together, they're trying to understand or heal something, but most of the time, I do not see those relationships work out because mm. they haven't taken the breathing room to do the work on themselves, and they tend to fall back into those bad habits mm. and those old patterns. And the breakup eventually
1: happens anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And again, don't beat yourself up about that. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, you you can't like take the blame for everything, you know, and I think what happens is many people blame themselves when their uh, partner cheats and things like that. But yes, they say it takes two, you know, but it's often, uh, uh, you know, represents underlying problems that people have in their relationships. So true exactly right it's not exactly. just it's not just a one time thing you know i mean even if a man will stray or something you know it it's it's not the same like you know a one night stand or something which i don't uh recommend either but to have a relationship outside the, the you know and break that trust i think uh i think is a one way street i don't think there's going back from that you know.
0: Exactly. And, and what is
3: trust? Right. Trust
0: is a requirement in a relationship. Right. What, it's a great time. you know. What are your requirements, which a lot of people call deal breakers?
3: Mm-hmm. What do you
0: require in a relationship? What do you require in a man? If you are requiring loyalty and honesty and trust, which is in my relationship now, then what are you saying by taking this person back?
3: Right. If you cannot
0: trust him and many times women do that. We will take them back before we actually physically trust them again. Right. Because mm-hmm. we so want to hold on to that person mm-hmm. and who we were with them in the beginning in the honeymoon stage right. that we're not taking a step back and saying, "Wait a minute." This guy broke a major requirement for me, a major deal breaker for me. Right. Is he going to be able to repair that trust? And many times the answer is no. Or am I going to say, this, this doesn't work for me anymore, and mm-hmm. I'm going to find somebody who will meet my deal breakers, my requirements in a relationship, and that takes strength and comp- confidence, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, great quote is, no strong person had an easy past. Right. You learn yeah. and you grow from your past relationships. Right. Not repeat those patterns, otherwise you're going to attract another relationship with the same problems.
1: Yeah. No, it, it, you know, I mean, it totally makes sense to me. And I think people should definitely check this out. Debra uh, has gone through it herself, so she knows. And she, she wrote the book, He Did You a Favor, A Smart Girl's Guide to Breaking Up, Waking Up, and Discovering the Gift of You. Now, uh, how can people find out more about the book and about you, Deborah? They
0: can go to my web- website, hedidyouafavor.com. And please follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I have a lot of new things coming up this year, and I'd love to meet you and talk to you, and I'm active on it every day, so come talk to me. And the book can be found on Amazon and Barnes
3: & Noble. Oh, Sounds nice.
1: good, yeah. And uh, I see this so uh yeah so i see the book i have the uh press kit here and everything so you're totally all over social media uh under he did you a favor so you guys can just uh google that and find all the uh the various sites and everything and uh that's it i i see also p- uh, pictures of you speaking and stuff like that are you like can people see you sometimes
0: Yes, I'm setting up speaking engagements as well. So that will be on my website and I'll announce it social media wise as as it starts um happening in the next couple of months. I'm going to be speaking a lot. So oh, great. Sounds
1: great. Well, you see there you go. Uh I think something totally positive came out of it thanks to your uh I think st- your strength and and your refusal to be a victim, you know, and uh and that's you know, and so apparently he did you, he did do you a favor because if this hadn't happened, you probably would still be uh, all about him.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And eventually, it would have caught up
1: with you, you know. Even yes. if you hadn't cheated, yeah. Wow!
0: Yes, he did me a huge favor.
1: I hear that
2: from so many of my girlfriends, too. They say, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that one didn't work out because now I have this one. You know, now I'm doing this or now I'm doing that. So there's always a reason, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it works out for the best. Yeah. Deborah, thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're definitely uh, full of information and a lot of inspiration. And I definitely recommend for people to read the book, know how to deal with these these adverse situations and how to turn them into something positive. Uh, Deborah Rogers, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And thank
0: you for having me. Of yes. course. And if you
1: ever have time, we'd love to have you in the studio as well. Oh, I'd love that. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome, Deborah. Thank you so much. And all thank the best you. to you once again. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's the thing is that, you know, I mean, I was cheated on when I was very young.
2: You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, I told yeah. you about
1: that. And uh, that left a mark forever, you know, and I think she did do me a favor because, you yeah. know, I, I ever since then, I never considered cheating and never, right. you know, and I would never tolerate it from anyone. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I let her treat me like garbage, but I was 16 years old. I mean, yeah, you were so what young. did I know? Yeah. You know, but it left a mark.
2: Yeah, how I love I love a story like that. I think it's uh-huh. so great because I've really learned that being in LA, uh-huh. you know, you do have to. It is so easy to get caught up in relationships and end up being wrapped up in somebody else's life, right? And feel like it's their life, and you're just living in it. Uh, and you have to you know go out and kind of do your own thing and develop your own identity and get your own stuff going on and then yeah. you'll you'll feel a lot better
1: no definitely and i think in this town since there's so many beautiful people there's a lot of temptation all the time mm-hmm. and you know it puts pressure on relationships so you really have to invest in your connection so so it'll withstand all these temptations you know yeah because otherwise man you lose you know
2: so true yeah so true so did you watch the Super Bowl anywhere, no, or you so said I, you just watched it at home?
1: Yeah, no, I just just at home and, and stuff, and because uh, I had to do some work and that, so I was just like taking glances at it. But uh, one thing I missed was the Lady Gaga National Anthem. and
2: I heard it's amazing. Yeah,
1: so let's listen to it now, because oh, I missed it. I yeah. have it queued up, so we might as well listen to this, because people said it to was just America. amazing.
2: Okay. And perform our National Anthem.
1: We'll play it without interrupting.
2: Academy Award nominee and
0: six-time Grammy winner Lady Gaga. Oh, say can
1: You do get goosebumps listening to this, right? Wow, jets flying over. Wow.
2: That's beautiful.
1: Yeah, she really did a good job, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Now I see why everybody was uh, talking about it. I mean, it's amazing.
2: I know. Well, you know, I saw her on Oprah, I believe it was, Mm. a, a few years ago. And she converted me into a fan. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of her music initially. But when I saw her perform live, mm. oh, my gosh, she was amazing. She was playing the piano and singing. And, you know, it's hard to sound good, especially on a recording. You right. know, it always sounds better in person. Right. And she was she was just amazing. And so really. I'm not surprised that she did great. But that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, she's a big star, you know, and she's gone through a lot of transformation uh, you know, with her characters and the way she looks and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, she really took this seriously. And it's probably one of the best renditions, I think, that I've heard in the Super Bowl. I think you so. Know, after some people screwed it up so bad, you know.
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine how nervous you would be? Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: but sometimes people just like, uh, like Roseanne Barr, I mean, some time ago, Many years ago, she sang it, and she totally messed it up. But she's
2: not a singer. She's
1: not a singer. I don't know why they let her do it, but they did. Me neither. Yeah. She totally screwed it up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, Lady Gaga, great job. Now, uh, so you didn't get to see any of the performances of uh, Bruno Mars and Beyoncé and all that, I didn't. I know, I didn't either. I mean, like I said, I saw Coldplay for a couple minutes and stuff. And look, I mean, this is great entertainment and everything. There's no doubt, you know, but... um, Uh yeah, I just didn't get to see the whole thing. I'm I'm very restless. I can't sit on a couch, you know? Sure. So I have to walk by all the time.
2: I know. I'm quite (laughs) restless myself most of the time. It's hard for me to sit through it. But you know, I have this tradition of going to Super Bowl parties. So I was a little upset I didn't get to go yesterday. Yeah, I know. Because there are so many great Super Bowl parties. And you know... I didn't didn't get to attend, so, um, you know. Well, it's, you're a
1: hardworking woman. I am, you say, right? but
2: you know, it's so funny because usually at these Super Bowl parties, everyone's really into it for like the first quarter and then they right. get distracted and start eating and drinking and talking and then, you know, by the end, everybody's kind of watching it again, but <laughs> <laughs> unless they're drunk and like dancing or something. <laughs> but it's funny. It's, it's fun to people watch nonetheless.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? I guess, uh, in the box office, I was kind of looking forward to the new George Clooney comedy, okay. Hail Caesar. Sure. Uh, apparently didn't do very well at all. It only made about 11 million dollars. Oh, no. Over the weekend. So, uh, and this is, uh, by the, the Cohen brothers who usually make very successful funny movies. Uh huh. So, uh, this was a big disappointment, I guess. And, um, I might still see it, we'll see, I mean, it got terrible reviews, really, oh really, yeah, <laughs> It got like a c minus or something, oh, but God. at the same time, um, yeah, it just shows you that it doesn't matter how big a star uh they don't draw every time, you know, I exactly mean, Johnny Depp had that uh, Mordecai movie that oh that uh, did bombs. terrible, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, there's been a few movies i I can't think of everybody, but. Uh, you know, I mean, where you have a big star too, sometimes even a bunch of stars, and the movie just sucks. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, so that was that, and it was beat by uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda, I guess.
2: Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu
1: Panda <laughs> Three. Yeah. Already- that would
2: suck to be beat by Kung Fu Panda.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, yeah, it already made two hundred million dollars that oh, hey. animated movie. Yeah.
2: Maybe there's something to be said for animation.
1: Did you know that this movie came out, Pride and and Prejudice and Zombies? I mean, what the hell is that, you know? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Pride and Prejudice was like a a period piece, you know, a British movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, with Keira Knightley and everything. Yeah. And it was a pretty good movie, but now they add zombies to the story. Is that, I don't know if it's the same story or not. I don't you know, know, but I mean, if they put pride, pride, and prejudice there, then I don't know what's going on.
2: You know, one of the I've been really bad about going to the movies lately. Yeah, and it's ironic because I live right by a movie theater.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> I pick
2: the new I pick, you know, that's supposed oh. to be really great and comfortable seating and everything. Uh huh. But I just haven't haven't gotten to go. But I went to a private screening at. Um, At a friend of mine's house for our friend uh, Mark Amin's film, uh, Good Kill. It had, like, Ethan Mm. Hawke and January Jones. And it was one of the best films I've seen in a while.
3: I loved it. Yeah,
2: I don't know how good it did at the box office. I don't think it did that great. There wasn't a lot of hoopla about it, but it was such a good movie. Yeah. It was just, you know, I love, sometimes I love those little, you know, more independent, artsy type movies. Yeah,
1: yeah, those are cool, you know. Yeah.
2: So you guys should check out good kill if you if you get a chance yeah it's a good one
1: now, don't quote me on that Pride and Prejudice. I'm not sure that that was the movie with Kira Knightley. I don't know. It had something to do with Pride. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, but I don't know if it was Pride and Prejudice or something else. But at any rate, zombies don't appeal to me for some reason. I don't know. Uh, they're too unreal for me. Me neither. Right? They don't. I mean, they're just like two. And vampires the same way, you know. And
2: people are so into it. Yeah,
1: people really are. I just have
2: not been able to I know. To jump on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't work for me.
1: I know, I know. What's with design? I mean you've got you know? Deadpool
2: coming out, you've got uh, you know, The Walking Dead, mm. all of those yeah. you know, things. I and know, I just I just did an advertisement for Loot Crate on our um on our YouTube channel and uh-huh. that th- they actually have really cool apparel, so I won't associate them with that. But they the month that we did the advertisement they were featuring, Dead was the theme. So they were featuring a lot of exclusive apparel from all of those shows.
3: Uh. And that
2: was actually really cool. But as far as actually watching the shows, I'm i right. am not too into it.
1: No, huh? No, yeah, I'm not. i know, I know. Like, for example, that um, the Brad Pitt movie, uh, World War Z, for example. Remember that came out? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like the first part of it was great until the zombies came around and ruined the whole movie for me.
2: Yeah. I'm not into it. All that sci-fi zombie stuff isn't yeah. isn't my genre.
1: <laughs> at all. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'm sure a lot of parties and stuff going on over the weekend. Uh, I guess uh, this is the beginning of the Chinese New Year, right?
2: It, I think so, yeah. yeah
1: so they announced uh, Ma- Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan uh, announced the name of their daughters, uh, the Chinese name of their daughter. I guess they named her Max uh, in English,
3: uh-huh. but in
1: Chinese it's Chen Mingyu. Oh. Yeah. Sounds cute. I don't know anything about Chinese names. Me but,
2: neither. You
1: know, but they're saying that uh, in in China they they there's a lot of meaning to the name. You know, so they don't like they spend a lot of time uh, put a lot of effort into what name right. to name your kids. Well, stuff.
2: that shows how in the loop I am. I didn't even know that they had a daughter. Really? Yeah. How okay. old is she? Uh,
1: I don't know. She's a baby. A baby. So yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Let's see if it says how old she is. I'm not sure, though. But, uh, oh, she's really a baby. I mean, there's a picture here. She's oh, got to okay. be a few months.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so. just a few months, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, congratulations to them. Yeah. That's exciting.
1: <laughs> I know. Max,
2: that's an interesting girl name.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, her English name is Maxima, actually. Okay. Yeah. What is this? They like the car? I know. The Nissan car? <laughs> Still
2: interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, wow.
2: But that's awesome! I, um, I can't wait to see what that baby looks like when she grows up. It'll be an interesting combination. Yeah, she the, looks very
1: cute. She looks between Asian. the two of them. Yeah,
2: she uh, looks Asian. Yeah,
1: she looks Asian, but she's very cute. And
2: uh, oh gosh, yeah. my little niece is just precious. She is riding horses every weekend at my parents' house. And
1: really?
2: Yeah, she's just adorable. She loves her horse cowboy, and she's all into riding it. And she's walking everywhere now
1: wow so how old is she?
2: she's about to be a year she's like nine months and something oh wow that's a cute age yeah 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 yeah. so it is um, or no actually I think she is a year now she's about a year old so Uh, yeah, it's a super acute age, and she's, like, starting to talk and babble all the time. So yeah. she's she's the hit. Yeah. <laughs> she's the new favorite in the family. <laughs>
1: so you like kids? Do you think you're going to have kids? Do you, you plan on question. having some? That's a good
2: question. I don't know. I mean, I mm-hmm. know that right now I'm not in a place in my life where, where I would even consider early, it. yeah. Yeah, but um, never say never. Right. You know, it could happen.
1: It could, right? I
2: could see myself liking being a mom. I could definitely yeah. see myself liking
1: that. Yeah, no, it's fun. Look, I mean, as as long as you're prepared for the change in your life, you know.
2: Right. I mean, that's the thing.
1: The moment they come out, your life changes forever. It's never going to be the same again. You right. know. Not right. to say it's bad, but it just, it changes it's just a your change. life. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to be able to go out like you used to and right. things like that. You know, you have to worry about another person. And, uh, but it, it's 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 so rewarding you know mm-hmm. it really is and mm-hmm. i love having kids and uh i wouldn't change it i wouldn't change anything you know, it's just that they're, uh, they're amazing. I miss them being little, you know. Sure, I
3: mean, yeah.
1: I, uh, it was fun, you know. So we have a couple of nieces in the family. But,
2: oh, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we get the joy from them, you it know. It fills
2: your little kid joy. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm really excited because on the 20th, she's having a little birthday party. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. Her little one-year birthday party. And, of course, it'll be, like, all out. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a parade (laughs) for (laughs) Kaylee Jane
1: yeah all right well uh, that's it I guess tomorrow is the New Hampshire uh, vote right it should be tomorrow I know yeah I've been
2: following it a little bit more closely. Yeah? Yeah.
1: So we'll see. I mean, I don't trust the polls anymore. All- I don't
2: either. Why? After they lied to us about Iowa. What was that? I know. That? What
1: was that about? You know? So we'll see. I, I think New Hampshire will really give us a little pic- better picture of where we're going with this.
2: Yeah. But- I think so, too. The polls... Are- I just think people don't even pay attention to them.
1: Yeah, either that or
2: they don't participate. They, though,
1: or if they do, they answer they answer differently from how they would vote. You know, I mean, when it comes time to vote, they vote differently from what they say. Yeah, you know, that's that's pretty much what it means. I think because I can't imagine they're they're so erroneous in measuring this, but uh,
2: but I mean, I think if I were to you know take a wild guess, I would say that. Um, people understand the importance of voting,
1: right. right?
2: Especially if you're, like, from Iowa, or one of right. those, like, <laughs> really important states. Not that every state's not important, but...
1: Right. No, they're um, just important because they're first, you exac- know? Them, exactly. You know.
2: Right. So... Um, you know, they don't want to waste their time taking polls, but they're going to go to the to the to the voting booth. You know, right. because they understand the importance of that. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why, or maybe they change their mind. Uh, who exactly. knows? Exactly, <laughs> changing
1: their mind all the time and stuff. I mean, that's totally possible. You know, I mean, there's right. no uh, no question. Yeah. about it did you see any of the commercials during the super bowl when you uh, you
2: know what R- when i get home that's uh-huh. what i'm gonna do is, really? is look up super bowl commercials like the best ads yeah because that's the part i miss the most i could care less about the game but yeah
1: exactly. you know, i really
2: want to see the ads
1: and like i said i haven't seen many but I, I saw the one with uh that was really funny with willem Dafoe. you okay. know which is unexpected in a commercial Uh, you gotta see this. I mean, he's, uh, he's in that pose that Marilyn Monroe is with a dress blowing, right? Uh, uh And it's him dressed in a white dress and the dress is blowing. And he's, and he starts getting irritated and all this stuff. And uh, so then they give him a sneakers bar and he turns into a beautiful Marilyn Monroe. Oh, my
2: gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And then
1: they tell you, when you're hungry, you're not yourself, you know. That
2: is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always a big fan of the Budweiser commercials. Yeah, those are So I'll have to look those up. Right. I loved the Lost Dog one.
1: Yeah.
2: Was it last year, maybe? I think so. That was a tearjerker. So I love that commercial. It's really cute.
1: Yeah, they do have emotional commercials. That's true.
2: But Snickers are funny too. I love when Betty White did that and did one for them. Yeah, they always they always put a funny spin on it.
1: Yeah, that's true. That was a Snickers commercial too, right? Yeah, Betty White.
2: Yeah, it's funny how each brand kind of has their thing.
1: Right. Exactly. All right, well, folks, this is it for today. Uh, Thanks to Deborah Rogers for calling in with the book. Uh, He did you a favor. Yes. And uh so uh yeah, so everybody prepare for Valentine's Day. Remember what not to do. And if you get cheated on, get the hell out of there.
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, Kelsey.
1: Thanks again for joining me as always. Always yeah, a pleasure.
2: Likewise.
1: And thanks everybody for joining us, and we'll see you tomorrow.
2: Bye guys. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Kelsey only on LA Talk Radio.